Well, friends, it's time for another episode of the Right Side Up Leadership Podcast. We hope that you are loving the re-series this summer. Such a different take on podcasting and really combining our coaching experience with our podcasting space. Same message, though. We want you to live and lead healthy, well, grounded, with gusto and with longevity. And we believe that is possible. And we want to continue to show you ways to be able to do that. This has been a hard, hard season. And yet we believe that this fall is going to be a great opportunity for momentum. And there are more challenges ahead. If you're a leader, there are always more challenges ahead. And that's one reason we believe resilience, that developed resilience, where we both lean on the Father and we develop our own rhythms is so crucial. So we're going to continue to talk about those topics here. But one of the big things that we don't want you to forget is that we are a coaching organization. We help leaders clarify the obstacles and their next right steps through leadership coaching. We also do sabbatical coaching. Maybe you're interested in that. We have a team of over 20 coaches uh, all over the map in terms of their leadership experience, but they love Jesus. They want to help you, and they've been trained in our Stay For tools and processes, and we would love to coach you. But before we talk more about coaching. We want to talk about the people who make coaching possible. The ones who have invested our donors and partners so that at-risk leaders can receive coaching and these four-day replenishing experiences that we talk about. Thank you, thank you, thank you to a team that gives so that we can continue to invest in leaders who are incredible, but maybe don't have the resources to be able to do that. So I just wanted to read a couple of those names. I wanted to say thank you again to you. You know who you are if you've given, whether it's $50 or $5,000, you have helped the mission go forward. I want to say thank you to Star and Gary, Dave and Debbie, Sean and Angie, Ed and Mary Lou. I want to say thank you to Cornerstone Counseling. I want to say thank you to Larry Yonker. Thank you for both your wisdom around fundraising and for investing in leaders. Thanks to Kim and Jeremiah Callahan, to Dan and Mara Nordberg, and to Traders Point Christian Church. We also want to say thank you to those who have reached out and given us encouragement and fundraising advice along the way. That's been a new journey for us, but we have this parallel nonprofit that we want to continue to raise more and more funds. So if that's something that you want to invest in, a one-time gift or an ongoing monthly gift is a huge help to us. And here's what's cool. Some of the folks on our Stay Forth team who work for Stay Forth, who are coaches or on our team, actually give as well. And I'm not even going to mention their names here. They give selflessly of their time and their energy, and they also give back to this scholarship fund. And for all of you, maybe even some of you have, who haven't even listed your names and you aren't recent donors, but you've invested in the last few years of what we're doing here at Stay Forth, we want to say thank you. You allow us to live out our mission to continue to help at-risk leaders to get healthy and reach sustainable impact. There are those who can pay full price for our services and there are those who cannot. And we want to continue to serve both of those sets of leaders. Thank you as well for listening here to the podcast. Keep investing in your souls. Keep investing in your family so you can lead out strong this fall so you're ready to go. Now, 
on to another episode of Right Side Up Leadership Podcast as we continue the re-series. Hey friends, welcome back to the Right Side Up Leadership Podcast and our summer re-series. We're moving through this one, Alan. It feels like we just launched it and we've been walking with people for quite some time. And I have to say, this is quite possibly my favorite type of content that we've delivered for, for quite some time. And not just because, you know, it's our podcast and we can do what we want with it, but the conversations have really been formative to people. And I feel like today is going to be no different. So, I mean, what have you heard about it? What are your thoughts on it? I believe that this accurately brings us into the coaching space. So we're not just podcasters here. These are coaching conversations. And today's, we're not quite going to tell you the topic yet, but this is one of my favorites. I have, without exception, talked to every single coaching client I've walked with, either in 10 tools and 10 sessions, um, which is 15 hours together, one and a half hour sessions together or in the monthly coaching subscription or those who have come out to Colorado to do a four-day immersion, this comes up without exception every single time. Every leader I respect has thought through this process well, continues to tweak it well throughout their lives, and you don't have this one-size-fits-all. So we just want to say that is that we're going to guide you today. We're going to help you today as a couple of coaches. However, Um, This is going to be one that you need some silence, some solitude, probably some journaling time. You need to seek the father. Guys, this is the perfect timing to re anything your schedule, but especially on this one heading into the fall uh, in that. So we should probably tell them what we're talking about today. Well, I love that re anythinging your life and leadership. It's a good one. And you're right. This is very much a segue into experiencing coaching. I mean, once we're all said and done, you'll be at about eight hours of coaching content you know, as we get through these episodes. So it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. It was a big risk we took, but before we get in, I want to give you a quote and then I'll unveil what our topic is because it's important. Maybe sometimes it's riskier not to take a risk. Sometimes all you're guaranteeing is that things will stay the same. It's from the brilliant Danny Wallace, AKA Jim Carrey from the movie. Yes, man. And if you haven't guessed it yet, today we're talking about reprioritizing, redetermining and prioritizing what we say yes to and what we say no to. Because unlike the movie, you just can't say yes to everything. It's a risk, but it also determines our priorities and the things that matter to you or what you're going to focus on. And if you say yes to everything, then you're really saying no to a bunch of stuff that actually matters. What do you got to say about that, Alan? This is your, this is your baby. What do you got for him? Straight to the jugular on this one. If you do not know what your priorities are, you will find yourself scattered, overwhelmed, probably stuck, unfulfilled, and potentially burning out. When I see people who are burnout victims over time, most times they did not know their priorities, so they weren't able to protect them. So if you think about it, if you do not reprioritize over time, you may have prioritized at age 23 or age 39 or age 47. But this is something we need to continue to do based on age, life stage. Here's another challenge is that when you are successful, success breeds more options, not less. 
So the more successful you are, the more you need to reprioritize. Now, I don't determine what successful is for you. Maybe for you, that's the amount of people that want to connect with you in the course of a week. Maybe that is your coaching program or process. Maybe that is selling X amount of widgets or books or communicating or the depth and style of how you are communicating. I don't know what type of leadership you're in, but that is a universal human principle is that with success, comes options because more people want the value that you deliver. So I just need to say that up front is that most people that come to us for coaching aren't coming to us because they're failing. They're actually coming to us because they're succeeding and they are disoriented by the amount of options that there are. The more options there are, you simply need to have pre-made some decisions and prioritize your yeses and your noes because decision fatigue is real. When we have priorities, they're clearly set on paper, then we can say, does this fit these, which we would call a filter or a grid for decision-making. So that's probably as clear as I can say it, is that if you do not decide what you are going to do with your most precious time, then others will decide for you. Right. And all you're really guaranteeing is that whatever you're doing, wherever you currently are, will stay the same. You'll have more of a desire to move forward, more of a desire to take a next step, but because you're pursuing all the things, maybe you're saying yes to all the things. If everything's a priority, then nothing is a priority. And so we have if to- If everyone's a priority, no we can't prioritize the close friends that we have, the team. And guys, I know we're talking up in the clouds right now. Let me just bring it down to earth. Our team at Stay Forth is incredible, period. And our team needs a lot in this season from each other. One of our values is collaboration. And in order to collaborate, we need trust. So we're having a lot of team meetings right now compared to what we did in the past. We're going to have to extend our Monday morning team meeting because we don't have enough time to get through all the things. And so what we're saying is that we are making collaboration and team and trust a priority and stretching ourselves as a team. So that means we're going to have less time for other things. And maybe that's email, maybe that's side projects. And I would love to do it all in life. The problem is we can't start with that. We actually have to say that team is a priority. So I've had to turn down a multitude of coffees, not a multitude, probably hundreds, dozens, I don't know, of coffee over the next or over the last 18 months. And I will over the next year or two, because our team is a higher priority than somebody random I just met who wants to get coffee. So that's really where the rubber has met the road in terms of prioritization for me. I hate saying no. I didn't get into this thing to say no to people that want to have coffee. I want to be a professional coffee drinker. But our team needs me far more if we're going to live out our mission than a random person I just met last week. Yeah, that's, it's really good stuff. I mean, we say it all the time. If you want to be strategic, you have to aim small in order to miss small. If you aim big, you're going to miss big. So wherever you're at right now sitting walking, biking, hiking, take some space, write these down. But the question we want you to think of as we leave you for a few minutes is what should you be saying yes to right now? What should you be saying yes to right now? We'll see you up ahead.
whatever you wrote down there, whatever you thought about out loud, that's going to require you to say no to other things. Now that seems obvious, but for some reason we like to say yes to more things and think that we're going to continue to say yes to the old things. Now time doesn't work that way. It is limited. There are ways to multiply our time, but I want to encourage you to start with those things. I just had a coaching session the other day, a leader returning from experiencing an amazing sabbatical to then reorienting to work. And the first thing I said is what three things are you going to protect that you learned were incredibly valuable over the sabbatical time? So you start with those things to protect and those yes things. And then we're going to move to the no things. Now, as we talk about no things, these things aren't sinful, probably, that are in your schedule. These things probably aren't bad. In fact, they're good. What we're deciding here is usually not between good and bad, but between good and best. What we're asking is, what are the best things, based on what the Father's spoken to you, based on what you're designed for, based on the season you're heading into, maybe even based on the life stage of your family, yourself, your kids, or your career? What got you here? isn't going to get you there. And those are good things that got you here. So really, as we think about yes and no, a lot of this is seasonal. So the question that we want to follow the yes question up with is, of course, the no question. But we want to ask a really important question. What should you be saying no to? What things should you be saying no to? Reflect on that. We'll catch you up ahead.
I know as I sit with that, what I often am brought back to is you just sit it and you guys have, have heard it. And I want you to be reminded of this is we're not often talking about good and bad. We're talking about good and best. And where I moved to from that, a big paradigm shift for me is we're really talking about quality over quantity. If we want the quality of the things that we're saying yes to that deeply matter, those priorities, the things that we want to protect, the things that we want to guard, then the quantity of the things that we say yes to, we have to begin to say no to. And no isn't always final. More often than not, it's not right now. In this season, in this space right now, I have to be focused here. This requires my intention. People, places, things, it's going to require you to say, I just can't do that right now. So it lives in another box. Because the quality of the things that we're called to do, the quality of things that deeply matter, if we want to pursue those to take those next steps, we have to focus more there, which means the quantity has to decrease. So, Alan, there's another shift there. You're also talking about effective to efficient. So speak into that for a minute. Yeah, there's an emotional decision that is underneath the tactical decision that we make. And that emotional process involves grieving, that we literally are sad to move on from from saying that. Again, let me give you a personal example. I love filling in for friends to preach. I love pastors. I coach a lot of pastors. Some of my really good friends are pastors. I've been a pastor. And I know how encouraging it can be to say, go on vacation. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to burn the place down, but I will fill in and teach and preach for you. But that is something that I knew for me sat in the good category and isn't the best category in this next season because of some of the other things that I'm prioritizing. Now, one of those things I didn't move on from was the podcast. It wasn't saying I'm not going to communicate at all. This podcast is literally reaching you guys all over the world and shaping and forming people. It's multiplicative. You can share it with people, go through it with teams. And so instead, we've made a tweak here on the podcast. We're going to continue doing it. We're going to do it differently. However, like you said, it was for this year, I am not going to preach to congregations. And that is just something that is an automatic no for me. And I should be saying no to it. Several people have asked me and I just say, thanks for asking this year. I'm not going to do that. Is that hard? Heck yeah, it's hard. So Jonathan and I are not saying, oh, just make the decision. We're cerebral beings. No, we are emotive beings and it is hard. Change equals loss. Will I go back to filling in and teaching and preaching before? Likely at some point, but probably not to the level that I have before. There are other things I need to add. We are fundraising for at-risk leaders because we want to be able to reach and coach and go on experiences and refresh and replenish more and more leaders. That is what the, this moment in this day looks like. So I just want you to know that Jonathan and I are making these hard decisions as we're walking you through them. And this is not just us saying, oh, go ahead and do this. It's an easy decision. No, it's simple and it's hard. And if you have a yes list, the things you should be saying yes to from that first question, a no list, the things you should be saying no to in this season, you've got a great start. But we actually want you to zoom out on your life. And this last question, we actually just want you to visualize. If you say yes to the things that you should in this season, you say no to the things that you should say no to in this season. I want you to visualize where you could be as a leader six months from now. If you were to say the correct yeses and the correct noes. Again, one more time, visualize where you could be, the kind of leader you could be in six months. If you said yes to the things that you should 
and no to the things that you should in the next six months. Take some time to think about that, visualize that, and reflect on that. And we'll meet you up ahead. that's a big question to zoom out and to look ahead and, and to wonder and to be curious as to where you might be in six months. If you made some consistent next steps in your yeses and your nos, we're not talking about massive gains today. We're not expecting you to just run headlong after and saying, you know what, I'm going to say no to everything from now on. You can't do it. That's not sustainable. And that's not what we're asking. It's for you to be aware and to say, you know what, the things that deeply matter to me are going to require more of my best self. And I need to become better at protecting those and, be, and freeing myself and inviting myself to say, no, not right now, to focus on the good and the best, not just good and bad. So maybe that's your next right step. We've reached the end of this week's episode. Keep thinking through this. Keep processing. And think about it. Where would you be in six months? 
if you resonated on that? Where would you be in six months? Where would you be today, tomorrow, and the next week if you take that next right step? You're doing a hard work. Life and leadership is challenging, and this is no different. But you can get better every single day. And we'll be right back here with you to continue on this journey. We'll see you next week on the Summer Series Re, brought to you by the Right Set of Leadership Podcast.